podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day. Because you thought tonight's crowd was pretty crazy, 80,000 in Australia. But uh, the crowd doesn't win fights, I do. Uh. WBC, the lightweight champion of the world. You ever been in Australia? No, I've never been, but I look forward to it. Uh, going to go pick up some belts out there. Didn't have to sell a chain to make a fight. All we got to do is make that flight. I'm serious, George Gambosi. Go! I'd like to wish you all a very warm welcome to Australia, everyone. You know, I want to show all my experience, everything that it took to get to this point. I want to show the world. Well, who's the best young fighter in the game? Me, by far. For the 54th consecutive round, Devin Haney has outlanded his opponent in total connect. He can hit the mitts, he can hit the bag all he wants, but it's different when you've been there with Devin Haney. Got more socials you in trouble. Theboxingboys.com. You said a lot. You did a lot. Tomorrow, you're in trouble. Pussy! I'd fight you in your backyard if I had to because I know that I'm going to beat you. And you'll see June 5th. Wow. The universally recognized, undisputed, lightweight champion of the world, Devin What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another spontaneous edition of the Boxing Voice. Uh, we wanted to talk about the John Johnny Beck versus Jaime Munguia mandatory title fight. This will not be a long show, as I'm not expecting many callers, but I did want to put out the news for anyone that uses TBV to stay up to date on what is going on in the boxing world. Uh, it does look like Monguilla and Johnny Beck have been ordered to fight, and they have 15 days to negotiate. So once again, Jaime is being pitted in a title fight. We'll see uh, if he is going to, you know, actually take it. Um, because he's been in this position in the past. So it was quite surprising, though, that the WBO would order in 15 days. I mean, wow, one day more than a than, than, than two weeks. It's just like I didn't really get that. You know, um, Johnny Beck just became the, ta- the champion. He just defended versus Bentley. Um, I don't know what's the rush, but uh, that is the details. Uh, And I quote, please be advised that the WBO World Boxing uh, Championship Committee orders the parties herein to commence the negotiations for the above-referenced bout between Jaime Munguia and Johnny Beck Ali, you know the last name, The chairman of the WBO Champions Committee noted that the promoters of both boxers via official letter, a copy of which was obtained by Boxing 
scene. Shout out the boxing scene. And uh, the parties are granted 15 days to reach an agreement. A purse bid will be called if a deal is not reached by December 5th. The minimum accepted bid for the WBO sanctioned middleweight title fight is 200000 So we'll see what happens. Obviously, that is an Oscar De La Hoya and I believe Fernando Beltran fight with um, Jaime Munguia. So, uh, you know, they'll have a couple of people, you know, with the ability to bid if they do get to a purse bid situation. Um, As of right now, there is no indication that they do need to go to purse bid. Uh, So we're hoping that Jaime takes this one uh, as he hasn't been in a you know, a, a decent fight that the fight fans care about for some time now. I don't know how much we would care about Johnny Beck, but hardcores definitely would give Jaime the credit for getting in there. And if if ever there is a time, it is now, right? Because obviously, you know, Johnny Beck didn't look the greatest. It didn't look like a killer his last time out. Uh, we are going live again at 12 o'clock from the Wind Casino, doing our daily show from the Wind Casino live out of the Blue Wire studio. And we will be having Austin Slive on the show. So if you want to go ahead and ask him a question, go ahead and do so by joining our Patreon page. I have put the link in the live chat of this show. And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to smash that thumbs up button as this is our second time going live. We are taking callers on either Discord or Twitter if you uh, want to speak and want to give your opinion on this particular topic, you can do so by obviously requesting that on both Discord and or Twitter spaces. Um, Once again, Decent fight if they can make it happen. Not sure that they will. Uh, Being as though, you know, again, Jaime is with Golden Boy. There's heavy rumors of Golden Boy wanting Jaime to fight. uh, What's my man's name? Wanting him to fight Gennady Golovkin. So, that right there, you know, that's a bigger fight for Jaime. And if they could lock that in, you know, it's obviously better for Jaime to go that route. And I think Golovkin has about two belts at 160. So, then it just makes more sense for you to go back into that um, John Beck fight. After you beat Golovkin, you'd be the A side, you'd have more belts, and you'd have a belt to bring to the table. We'll see, is that what Golden Boy tries to pull off, right? We don't know, is that what they try to pull off, but quite possibly, quite possibly, right? Uh, Because going into the Johnny Beck fight is going to be a difficult fight for Mongia, but he does have that heavy output that can keep Johnny Beck obviously busy. We've seen 
what Denzel was able to do, Mr. Bentley. So um, we'll see, man, how that works out. Uh, again, we do have quite a few callers on Twitter Spaces, and we are accepting calls on Discord if you want to talk about the Jaime Munguia and Johnny Beck mandatory order title fight. They got 13 days now to negotiate. So would be interesting to see what happens as it's less than two weeks to get a deal over the line. And uh, before we do wrap up, let me just go to the rankings in the WBO and tell you who would be next in line if Jaime decides not to go that route because maybe Oscar feels like, look, we can get you Gennady. Because maybe, I feel like maybe, just maybe, um, Gennady, right? Just maybe Gennady will uh, face a guy like Jaime if he's pushed to do so by someone like DeZone. You know, DeZone can easily do that. And force Jaime to fight. Right? Because, I mean, they've been giving them pretty easy fights thus far. And, uh, you know, it's about that time. Let's be real. It's about that time for him to step up. So, um, we're going back to Twitter. Okay. It looks like no one is requesting to speak. And on Discord, no one is requesting. My producers are telling me that Oscar De La Hoya is indicating that obviously Charlo is next, but Charlo has been mandated by the WBC to defend his title versus Carlos Adamas. So the call out of Oscar, you know, for his fighter, um, Jaime, it's not really going to work um, at this moment because, you know, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why would Oscar care, or excuse me, why would uh, the WBC cares what's, uh, what Oscar wants? I'm just a little lost, you know, um. They've ordered Carlos Adamas, who's, you know, earned his right. I believe Charlo hasn't had a mandatory for about 515 days or more. So um, I just can't see simply because Oscar wants Jaime in there for him to somehow get a shot. And, um, you know, jump Carlos Adamas, who's actually done something. But this is the post from Oscar De La Hoya, where you can see in the caption, he says, Charlo, you're next. Again, we haven't even seen Charlo fighting uh, in some time. Um, he had some big fights on the horizon that obviously he could not take. So... Uh, there's heavy rumors that he may not be fighting due to uh, issues, you know, family issues. 
So uh, I don't see Charlo, you know, um, being an issue in these negotiations uh, at all. You know, I think that we'll get either Jaime saying he doesn't want to fight in, uh, you know, this WBO order or Jaime fighting Gennady Golovkin. We're going out to Liam on Twitter Spaces. What's up, Liam? Liam, you got to unmute. Hey, can you hear me? I hear you. Yeah, just real quick, I ain't had much to say. I just think that it's a good fight. I think Jaime uh, is a superior fighter. I think he's going to pull it off. And uh also wanted to add that uh, a lot of people don't realize that that Triple G, when he signed his multi-deal with zone, included equity in the company. So I think they're going to make... Uh, well, Oscar's going to try to make Golovkin, the Golovkin fight happen so he can give Jaime those belts. Thanks for the call. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, for calling in and voicing your opinion on Twitter Spaces. If you want to talk, go ahead and request. Looks like we got Ari Boxing Talk. What up? Ari, you got to unmute. Sorry, it usually takes a few seconds when you're switching over from Twitter, so that's why sometimes you know people don't respond right away. Um, yeah, the whole Hyman situation is, is, is very interesting. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying him particularly, but his team is not letting him fight the guys that, you know, any tough competition, in my opinion. Um, you know, the Carlos Adamas was ordered by the WC at one point. They declined that. Um, it seemed like we were going to finally get Charlo versus Mugia. And then in the last minute, it just didn't happen. Um, you know, Jake Donovan from Boxing Scene reported that Charlo's not going to fight for a while. He's not. He's got some some personal things going on. He's not going to fight for a while. That's you know. So, um, you know, like I said, I think I think uh, what should happen is Adamus should be you know raised to to full champion or let let Munguia and Adamus fight for the for the full um, WBC championship and let uh, Charlo be champion in recess. You know that'll solve the situation. Um, you know. We'll see if 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 because uh, it seems like Mungia's team, him and his team, are chasing the Triple G fight. The Triple G Triple G has two mandatories that are lined up back to back. Charlo's not going to fight in a while. Um, John Abek is looking for an opponent, but he also saying, "Oh, I only want to fight champions because he do You know, it, it's the whole one sixty division is a mess right now. I don't I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, John Becker say what he want. He's been ordered. So that's why we're here. That's why we're discussing, um, you know. Uh, I mean, listen, I think, is- I think, I think, I think Munguia should take that fight. I think Munguia should take that fight, and he should fight John Beck. Why not? I mean, top rank is top rank in the golden board. Honestly, like I said, if, if the uh, Charlo fight cannot be secured for him, then yeah, 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 definitely take this this fight with Johnny Beck because it's a world title shot um, over an unproven champion at the moment. But if you could get the the, the, the 
if you could get the Gennady fight, you got to go with the Gennady fight. Obviously, you know, there's more on the line there. There's more of a name recognition. There's more belts on the line. And then you come into that, you know, John Beck but fight Ness, as an A-side. Ness, but here's the thing, right? So from, from my understanding, Triple G has, is he's due to fight Pacquiao next, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, he has to fight his WA mandatory, which is Lada. Right, so that's two back-to-back mandatory. He's Triple due to fight who? He's due to fight who? So, from my understanding, he has a fight with Falcao. Falcao, right? Falcao, okay, Falcao, the okay, Brazilian okay. guy. Yeah, that guy could be given step-aside money. That could, he could be given step-aside money. Okay, so that's a, that's a mandatory. And then the next mandatory after that is a WBA mandatory, which is Lara. Yeah, um, right? I mean, step-aside, you know, that's, 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 that's the only thing I can think of. So, but, but, but that's what I'm saying. So, Triple G already has two mandatory that he's supposed to fight. And, and Munguia is chasing that fight. Why not just fight Janabek when you, it's a straight to the title. Yeah, but you're asking a question that you have the answer to. You're saying, why not? You know why. Because Triple G is more than one bell, and it's a bigger name fight. So, yeah, he's going to wait as long as he can wait to get the IBF champion the WBA champion, and the IBO champion. Like, why wouldn't I try and get my team to get me the fighter who's 40 years old with three belts, brother? Which is the easier fight, I understand. It's an easier fight. In in theory, in theory, I didn't see Canelo young ass knock out Triple G. I didn't see yeah, Canelo whitewash him either. Yeah, I just, like I said, Munguia has 41 fights, and, you I know. Mean, but that's that's typical of Mexican boxers that they're grooming. Look at the number of fights Canelo has. Look at the number of fights that Gilberto has. Then look at them again, and look when they took the leashes off those guys and when they finally allowed those guys to, you know, take opportunities. Like, Canelo was like 30-something fights in, and just fought fucking Hatton's brother, bro. Like, and Cotto's brother. It wasn't like he was out here killing shit, you know. No, no, I, and I and I understand that, and I understand that. But look what happened to to Hiberto when he finally fought somebody. I'm, look, I'm not going to share his resume, but what I'm what, saying is, what do you mean, is, Ari? Hiberto became no, no, a no, champ. No. Last I checked, he was a champ at sixty. He beat no, no, Jesse he was, Hart no, twice. No, what I'm saying is. Last I checked, Angulo, people thought maybe should have beat Berlanga. Maybe was robbed in that fight. Maybe should have got a disqualification win. So, you know, last I checked, Angulo, uh, did he not go 12 or, 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 or something good with, with David Benavidez? Yeah, no, like I said, he's a tough opponent. I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm, like I said, I'm not shitting on, 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 on Zurdo's resume. What I'm saying is that, you know, it, you know, he had a lot of situations where he missed out on time because of prom- whatever promotional issues he was going through, whatever. But, you know, Munguia, like I said, man, he's got 41 fights already. I think it's time to to let him fight a champion already. And if and if you're given the opportunity to fight Janabek, who didn't get that great in his last fight. Why you the saying reason, okay, so the fight a champion? Saying, he fought a champion already. What are you talking about? Like, why are you acting? No, like- he fought a champion. He fought. He fought Saddam Ali in 154. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if he has, for example, but, but, 
you know that Mungia, but you know that Mungia, I don't know if you know, because you, you're making it sound like the, the Saddam Ali is not a credible win. Do you know that Mungia also knocked out uh, my man Juan Montiel at 47? Yes, in two rounds. Yes, in two rounds. I know at, that. At I know. 47. So him fighting a welterweight is okay, because guess what? He was a welterweight. No, no, what I'm saying, look, what I'm talking about is currently, right? Currently, if we look at the last few years of Mungia, right? Mm-hmm. He was, he could have petitioned when, 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 uh, when Demetrius Andre had the belt, Mungia was the number one contender, right? He could have very easily petitioned to, to be, to fight for that championship mm-hmm. belt. Mm-hmm. Same thing, same thing with the WBC. He was the number one contender. He could have very easily petitioned. Now, given they were going to make that fight with Charlo, right? Because Steven Espinosa told us it was basically a done deal. And then in the 11th hour, you know, uh, there was something came in that the zone wanted to be involved and make a pay-per-view, this and this and that, whatever. So that whole, that changed the whole dynamic of the deal. And then the, the deal fell apart. But now you have the WBO giving you a, another straight shot at the title versus Janabek, who didn't look that great his last fight. Or you rather wait another, I don't know, another year for Triple G to maybe become avail- be available? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not just take the shot now? Like, just, I mean, do they not, do they not believe in him? Uh, man, I mean, you know, we're going in circles. I've already told you why. If they can't get the Gennady fight, I'm sure they'll take this title fight. I don't know. I, listen, I, I think Mungi is a good fighter. I think he's a good fighter. I think he's one of the best at 160. It just doesn't seem like his team is willing to make these fights, in my opinion. I mean, they were willing to fight Charlo. Charlo is the one that is not available. You know, they're willing to no, fight but that Gennady. Fight, yeah, but that fight fell apart. But that fight fell apart not because of Charlo's team. Because of the, from from and this is from Steven Spinoza told me well not told me directly told us in a group in a space directly was that they had a done deal for Charlo it was it was pretty much done and at the last minute um, you know once Golden Boy Promotion got involved they were like oh you know we we need we need to have the zone involved and then once right the zone got involved they right were like oh so. we need to make a pay per view rightfully so though I I I don't understand how you're blaming any one person like Jaime has been built on the zone, similar to Ryan. So much so, they're no, no. so invested in him that they've taken him back to Mexico twice. Two times. They've put on pure Mexican cards that sell pesos for the fucking tickets. So, yeah, they're invested in their fighter, and they're not about to send him to Showtime to fight Charlo on a non-split broadcast. But all right, let me get to some other callers, man. I love you. Uh, James Benitez, what up? James, James, unmute. We don't hear you, James. I don't know. We just heard Ari Fine. Might want to hang up, jump back in. If anybody wants to request to speak on Twitter Spaces, go ahead and do so before we wrap it up. Also got callers on Discord. I need you to raise your hand 
if you want to voice your opinion. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to smash that thumbs up button. Plus, we're looking about... We're looking for like 150 more subscribers to get to our goal of 159,000. It would be super duper fantastico to get to that today. Um, while we're live, let's see who we got here. Looks like uh, Jordan. What up? Hello. What up, Jordan? We hear you. What's up? What's up? Yeah. Um. This fight this is going to be a good fight in Yanabek and uh, Jaime Munguia. Um, I think Yanabek, after that Denzel Bentley fight, lost his uh, boogeyman sort of sort of status, I think. And Jaime Munguia might come in this fight with confidence, thinking he can beat him. That's a very good fight. Very good fight, that's what I want to say. I like the fight as well. Let's see if Munguia actually takes it, brother. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, Whose who, title is it for? Say again? Whose title is it for? Is it unification? No, it would be for John Beck's title. The WBO oh, okay. that he got from uh, Andre. Yeah, yeah. Now look forward to it. Should be a good fight. Yes, sir. Well, all right. Thank you for calling in. If we got any other callers, uh, go ahead and res- request. Um, go ahead and... Raise your hand if you're on Discord. Um, any others? Any others? Uh, okay, we got James Benitez back. Let's see. What up? Yo, Ness, you hear me? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. My bad about a moment ago, man. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Mangia, Mangia, man. Um, so you telling me he's really seeking out a triple G fight and everything and there's potential that they're gonna make this uh Janabic fight. So if he was to complete both of those fights in twenty twenty three, would you consider him possibly in contention for fighter of the year? If he was to win those fights successfully? Uh I don't know because you know, to say fighter of the year you you is all dependent on what everybody else did. Like, you know, to beat a to beat a champion and a faded champion, we gotta see what else everybody else did. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I was, I would say that's how Golden Boy was still trying to pitch it, but with uh, the lackluster performance from Janibek as well as Triple G, which I still would have Triple G probably beating Mungia. If he was to overcome those, I still wouldn't say though, say that he would be, but they'll probably try to market him as that. I don't think he would get through Triple G, man. I just don't think so. I mean, with him kind of struggling several rounds with Gabe Rosado, you know, it's like. Mm, I don't know. They, I don't. Are you sure? Are you? Do you think they really need to take the training wheels off of him just yet? But they should try to make some more money out of him because Gilberto, Gilberto, after what we saw, he's done. He can't fuck with none of the top cap, uh, competition. He can't mess with no better bees. Hell, I don't even think he beats Yard in one seventy five. So I think Golden Boy needs to just go ahead, just do a little bit more with their development plan until they can actually uh, ultimately procure just that real big fight. Other than that, man, they're going to really do more detriment to Munguia because Munguia would have got washed by Charlo. He'll get washed by Adamas. I mean, let's Ness, man, just think about it, man. What top five? What top five in that division do you really have Munguia really beating, man? I just want to know your perspective. Uh, top five in one sixty, one sixty. Uh, yeah, let's so... say one sixty. 
Because so I, was I, arguing I think with, he could beat Triple G, who's number one. Uh, there's no really? champion. Okay. There's no Ring Magazine champion. So, yeah, Triple G's 40-41. Mongia mm-hmm. lets hands go-go. Um, okay. That sounds think, good until Bush come back. I think Charlo okay. offered his long layoff. That's a closer fight than people would have had a year ago. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, man. Uh, him okay, and, so him you think he's probably... I think he beats Rayota Morota. But that's top eight. That's top eight at 160. And so you think know, he's ready? We know he could beat Dervianchenko. Dervianchenko's number nine. The division isn't deep, Benitez. You're just trying to make it deep because you want to make him a bum, but that's your I'm top not trying ten. To make him, I'm not trying to make him a bum, man. I, mean, I just your really top don't ten see is Laura, who started at 54. Dervianchenko, okay. who started at 54. Rayota Morota, who's got... Two losses so, now. Like that's your top, bro. Carlos Adamas so got I, a loss at fifty four. He's at number seven. Like Eubank got so you, two losses. He's number six. I mean, this is your division, bro. You, you know, you, come on, man. We can't make well, it any re- better than what it is. Yeah, we can't make it better than what it is, man. But you can't sit here and tell me the second act from Eubank as well as this damn rejuvenated Laura or whatever. You know, he's not beating those two guys, in my opinion. You know, I was arguing. Uh, I, 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 argue, I would, I would, would most certainly put money on Munguia over Laura. That's cool, man. You know, I was actually arguing with somebody that's in this Twitter space right now. I think Polo T. You know, talking about you know my my Puerto Rican bias, man. I don't even think he's better than Belanga, man. Mm, I think I, I think that's just how I feel, man. I think even if he was to come up to one sixty eight, I think Belanga would beat him, man. So we're just going to have to see, man. You know, Ness, I do appreciate you always providing great content and everything, man. But I'm going to keep moving. I'm sorry about, uh, you know, I was just taking care of some shit for work, man. So my bad, bro. All good, all good. We got Davidian in Buffalo Falls. What up? Davidian, Buffalo Falls. Got to unmute, champ. Hello? Yes, sir. What's good? Can you hear? Oh, you can hear me? Okay. Uh, what's good, Ness? Um, so this is about Janabek and uh, Hami Linguia? Yes. I mean, when they going to let the training wheels off for Hami Linguia? I saw the fight Saturday. I don't know who the other guy was. But, but yeah, hopefully. I mean, he's young, so he should be able to do his thing. I just want to see him in there with somebody like, you know, all those names you mentioned, like the Charlos, the, the you know, if they get the Genebec fight, I mean, I just want to see the dude fight somebody instead of being in uh, uh, basketball gyms and stuff like that. But, you know, shout out to him. Um, I don't really have too much to say, but other than great show as always, and uh, God bless y'all. All right, all right. Appreciate you calling in. If we got any others that want to speak, now is the time to do so. Go ahead and uh, request to do that on Twitter and or Discord by raising your hand. Look like we got Polo T. What up? Hello, T. Well, we hear you. What's up, Ness? What up, Ness? Hey, hey, Ness. 
Is that the same Berlanga that got dropped by the dude that Billy Joe Sanders stopped? The same one that fucking struggled with Steve Rolls and couldn't even hurt him once? That, that same Berlanga? Mm, I guess, yeah. Yeah, the guy that can't even be the guy that Billy Joe Saunders knocked out convincingly. Yeah, I mean, that, that dude Angulo ended up being tough. Remember, uh, Gilberto and Benavidez, the Mexican monster, fought him. So he ended up being but then, tough. Yeah, but then in day 12, Ogham, though, like, I mean, all, all that dude was, when he fought both of them, they were just basically, like, punching on him. I mean, he was tough, but, I mean, he didn't even win a round. And between be, between them two, he didn't even win one round. And with Belanga, we seen what that was. That was a competitive fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, again, the the uh, storyline was that Angulo never got a full training camp, but he did for Belanga. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, I was about to say, uh, when you were talking about earlier, you are right, though. Like, why would you want to fight a guy with one belt when you can fight the guy, arguably the number one guy with two belts? It's a bigger fight, and you beat him, you have two belts. And with that mandatory, you are right, though, like, Bro, let's be honest. Like, I don't even think we're ever gonna get Lara because isn't Lara supposed to be fighting Danny Garcia or like Jose Benavides? And when it, if that happens, that's gonna be like next year. Mm-hmm. You think Triple G is gonna waste his time with Lara, or, or or the winner of that fight they end up being yeah. like? You think you wanna- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Lara represents more money. You know, Al Heyman wants those two belts. If he can offer Lara up versus Triple G with a good purse. You get Triple G over here, and then boom, you know. But I have a question: What if Laura ends up losing to like Danny or Jose Benavides? Because I I've heard that that's the two guys he's gonna fight. What happens if they beat him? Do you see a Danny Garcia versus Triple G? Do I see what? <laughs> no, because uh, Danny Garcia, I heard, and Jose Benavides are supposed to be fighting Laura. But I'm saying, say one of those two end up beating him, do you see Triple G fighting Danny Garcia? Because remember, Lara is a mandatory, but if he looks... I don't see Danny Garcia's father allowing him to fight Triple G ever. Yeah, me neither. That's what I'm saying. But he is fighting Lara, though. If you check the rankings, like, look what number he is. It's pretty obvious, like, what, what what's going to happen next. It's like, why would he be ranked at 160 when he's never fought there? And and, and remember he said, I want to fight Lara. Well, what do you think? And then if he beats Lara... I mean, come on, bro. Yeah, He's just going to have that. But, but Danny's not ranked at 160, bro. I'm looking at the rankings. Where you got Danny oh, ranked? Check the, w, the WBA. Check the WBA official rankings. He was number nine. Uh, He came in at number nine. Go check the rankings like that. WBA rankings. You ain't lying. I'm looking at it. He's number nine at yeah. 160. How the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck Danny get ranked at 160 with a fight at 54 versus a welterweight? These people are, are you crazy. Think? These people are crazy. Don't, don't, Next year, we get an announcement. Laura versus DGS at the Barclays. Just don't, I'm just telling you, bro, there's a reason when, when fighters like this get ranked, that means there's something big coming for them. So I'm yeah, just telling yeah, you. Yeah. Like, no, listen, but I could do. I could deal with Laura versus Danny at 155. But how do you rank him when he ain't fight Laura yet? Because he has to be ranked, bro. Like, in order to, you know, the WB to let them allow... They have to fight somebody in the top 15. Yo, my man and just also- skipped hella dudes, bro. And how the fuck is Thomas Lamana ahead of Danny? Oh, my God. They should have made Danny fight Lamana. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, I mean, Laura was a skillful fighter, but, like, let's be honest. I think 
think any of like the top guys beat him now. He doesn't move like bro. That's like food. Like that's insane. Yo, yo, WBA stands for what benefits Al. Holy motherfucking shit! Look at that, brother. I gotta go. Polo T, you the man with the plan. Shout out for putting us on. Uh, that was dope. Crazy. Without a doubt, though. How the fuck they do Danny like that? Yo, we're going to wrap it up. I got to be back in about an hour and 20 minutes. Live from the Wind Casino. Hold me down. We're going to be taking calls there on our blog talk, number 1425-569-5241, where we will be discussing the Better Be Yard fight. That got announced. Unification. Title shot again for Yard. And uh, top rank is labeling him knockout king. Yeah, I don't know. But... Thank you for joining me on Twitter Spaces. Go ahead and retweet this so that people know that we're doing this every time we go live right here on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. Well, hopefully you're subscribed so you get notified every time we do go live. Like I said, we're doing that again in another an hour and 20 minutes, but we're going to be live from the Wynn Casino right here in Las Vegas. The only boxing show five days a week out of the Wynn. Check us out. Peace.